Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Wednesday morning. And trust everybody had a good night's rest and sleep and uh, ready to hit the tail. Hit, hit the tail. What is the matter with me this morning? <laughs> hit the road running and you're bright eyed and bushy tailed is what I was trying to get out. <laughs> what I was talking about this morning. It's the only bad thing about getting up at four every morning. It's hard to get that brain working in the right direction. So, but, uh, do hope everybody is doing well today. Appreciate you all tuning in and joining us or joining me rather this morning. And, uh, so, uh, glad to have you all here. And, uh, as we dive into God's word, uh, this morning. So, uh, let us, um, uh, get over here and let's do our, let's start off our day with the Pledge of Allegiance. So, if you have the ability to, to stand, let's do that. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Praise the Lord for that. And, uh, we're able to say that wonderful pledge each and every morning. And I, uh, I tell you, it just amazes me, though, that uh, some of the crazy stuff that's going on in our world, it just feels like we're uh, just spinning out of control and going to hell in a handbasket in a hurry. But, uh, you know, as I was telling somebody the other day, unfortunately, uh, things may even have to get a whole lot worse before uh, it gets better because uh, certain things will have to come to pass before uh, Jesus raptures us out of here. And uh, so, uh, you know, these, these kind of things shouldn't be shocking or surprising to us. I don't um, get into uh, a lot of eschatology. Uh, I feel like a lot of people uh, focus too much on uh, end times. And, you know, as I've said before, it's good to have that knowledge. Uh, not against that in any way, shape, form, fashion, but sometimes I think uh, it's like a horror movie, you know, it's just like some people get a little too much of a thrill out of it, and, uh, and it's just, you know, we we know if your heart's right with the Lord, and you're ready, and you're prepared, it's all that really matters, and being fearful and anxious uh, about things that uh, we may see, it's not going to change anything, that's why we're to look forward and greet with anticipation the fact of Christ's return. So, uh, you know, that's why I don't really spend a lot of time with eschatology. I just don't see a need, let's be honest with you. Uh, if the Lord lays my heart to uh, preach on that and or teach on that, then of course I'll do that. But uh, right now I just don't see it. I just feel like there's too much out there and there's a lot of conspiratorial lunatics out there and uh you know it just it's just unbelievable how so many people are so quick and willing to listen to insanity but when you try to tell them the truth of the gospel uh they think that's crazy so it just uh, it's it's mind-blowing it really is so well let's go ahead and look at our uh verse this morning get over here okay here we go look at proverbs four twenty-three. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Again, that's Proverbs 4, 23. You know, we looked at this passage here this morning. You know, one of, I guess, you know, the the obvious uh, is to uh, guard the heart, to guard the mind, uh, to be vigilant. Uh, you know, we know that the devil walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And uh, we do have to be on our guard. And uh, if we're not guarding our heart and we're not guarding our minds, then we're going to fall and we're going to fail. 
Uh, in fact, this morning I was reading um, in regards to uh, this passage this morning, said that there was a men's retreat. Uh, I didn't say where it was at or, or nothing like that, but um, said that they surveyed over 550 men at this retreat. And uh, the question was, uh, what causes you to disconnect from God on a continual, habitual, or fatal basis? And uh, the uh, they could respond with anonymity and uh, uh, and said that ninety um, percent uh, of those who responded uh, their problem and their disconnect from God and uh, or they felt was their disconnect from God and uh, on that continual and habitual or fatal basis uh, was the fact that they had uh, they were battling lust porn and sexual fantasy and uh, said that many not only did they have uh, compulsive uh, addiction to pornography that they were battling with but they were having extramarital affairs and here's the thing that was even uh, even probably if that wasn't shocking enough was the fact that the majority of these men were serving in key leadership positions throughout the church uh, and uh, it's a sad uh, situation uh, to see that you know it is when it comes to the affairs of the heart, uh, the the devil doesn't play fair, and uh, when you know, that's one thing God's word tells us: we have to be careful of is the lust of the fa- lust of the flesh, the pride of life. We have to be careful not to covet uh, or covet our, our neighbor's wife, if you will. Uh, you know, we have to continue to be in our guard, and I think that uh, those in ministry are particularly vulnerable because what would Satan love more? You know, if he could. Uh, bring down a, a pastor, youth minister, uh, a prominent staff member within the church by uh, their addiction to pornography or an extramarital affair, what would, Satan would love nothing more because then then that gives ammunition and fuel uh, to those uh, in the world to say, aha, I told you, see, look at those sorry Christians. Yeah, that's, you know, and and you can look, uh, in fact, it wasn't that long ago. What was, oh, I know what it was. It has been a little while back. Uh, it was um, when Billy Graham passed away. And uh, you would not believe uh, the individuals who were, and I don't agree with everything. I think Billy Graham's a great man. I think that he won a lot of souls for the Lord, uh, done a lot of good work. I, I just had some problems with his uh, economical uh, ideals. Uh, sometimes he would uh, align himself with people with some sketchy theology, uh, you know, but, you know, but, you know I, nobody could deny his work for the Lord. Or you would think, but uh, the uh, but the the what people said about him, his son Franklin Graham, that they were uh, just money hungry and uh, just trying to tear them down every way possible. Now, you know, uh, now Joe Lowstein, I'll be honest with you, I think he's full of crap, and I think he's in it for the money. I mean, I you know somebody like it, obvious. T.D. T.D. Jakes. Another one. He he wants to. God wants to bless your wallet, kind of thing. Uh, You know, a lot of these uh, factors. uh, Several of these female pastors. I don't. uh, Which I don't agree with female pastors anyway. But uh, that uh, I keep their minds went blank on me. That uh, one has a gold toilet in her house. But anyway. But the vile things they were saying about Billy Graham and Franklin and Graham, and that's what they want. See, if they can bring down a pastor, they can bring down a prominent church member by uh, the devil can use this lust, uh, the pornography, extramarital affairs, then, man, that's what he wants because then everybody, that's what they, they, they live for, uh, that uh, that hate God. 
that uh, uh, that hate anything to do with Christianity, because then that gives them that fuel to say, yeah, look at that Christian. Yeah, look at what they're doing. Yeah, that shows you right there. That's all they're in for is money and can't be trusted. You know, it's a sad thing that the majority of the world don't show a distinction between Catholicism and uh, being a Protestant. And so when you see these disgusting evil priests who have molested these children they lump them in with christianity and i think that's the 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 uh, uh the same for uh, for protestants you know and i've and i've even seen the comments you know in regards to pastors but that's one thing see all men have feet of clay and we all have to be very careful on our guard and i think as a pastor in particular i have to be very uh, very careful about uh, what i view what i watch uh i have to uh, be on my guard the devil doesn't play fair. I've told you before, I've been trying to look up something innocent, and there'll be some garbage pop up. Like, oh my gosh, you know, I try to get it off there as quick as I can. And um, it, it, you have to be very, very careful. And, uh, uh, you know, that's one thing uh, as a pastor, I do a lot of counseling, and sometimes I do counsel uh, women, and I always try to make sure that uh, my wife or my Mother's in the next room. I keep the door cracked open. That way that eliminates any uh, chances of, uh, of, of any possibility of something to happen or to develop uh, and or for anybody to say, uh, you know, rumors can be spread easily. And uh, but whether it's men dealing with porn and women, you know, that's one thing that's a scary uh, statistics is that pornography use among women are on the rise. Used to as predominantly men, now women are almost equal to that of men viewing pornographic images. And uh, it, it amazes me, though. The, and this, if this offends you, then it offends you. All right, but uh, the truth will stand when the world's on fire. But it amazes me, though, the amount of women who condemn a man for pornography but have no old problems watching Fifty Shades of Grey or reading it, you know, and I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, you, you can't sit there and condemn one act while you're doing the same thing, you know, it just, it, you know, we, we, we have to be careful about that. In fact, uh, there's been a, a couple times since I've been in the ministry that uh, uh, some women have been uh, a little uh, inappropriate and I've had to talk to them and it's upset my wife and, uh, uh, you know, but uh, again, that's what the devil wants. And that's why we have to uh, guard our hearts and mind. Uh, I like this uh, uh, sentence here. It says, men, we are watchmen who must stand guard and diligently screen what we allow into our hearts for consumption. Otherwise, the full cycle of good intention, failure, and guilt repeats itself and re keep repeating itself until a final painful event that leads to devastation. So, you know, that's one thing we have to be on our guards, uh, you know, because whether it's men uh, and women uh, are just as vulnerable for extramarital affairs. Uh, you know, I, I've counseled, I've told you this before, uh, many women don't even go to my church. They just didn't want their pastors to know. Uh, who have, uh, you know, maybe they weren't getting the attention they were looking for at home uh, from a, their significant other. Uh, they get to talking to an old boyfriend or, or a friend from high school or whenever, work or whatever, and uh, it goes from an emotional affair to a physical affair. You know, it's, it's very easy to do on social media. And, uh, and that, uh, social media has caused more uh, divisions in marriage than probably most things I've seen, I'll be honest with you, because it just, it's so, it, a lot of times it starts out so innocent. 
and it develops into something far more reaching and destroys it. Uh, you know, it just, uh, it's really sad. It really is. In fact, one woman was devastated. Again, it's nobody goes to our church. Nobody, she's not even on my Facebook, but, uh, uh, so nobody would know who this is, but, uh, uh, she was conned into, uh, taking inappropriate pictures. And then when she tried to stop, uh, he threatened to blackmail her by sending those pictures not only to her husband but to her children, and she was, uh, you know, she made a mistake. She she was devastated, and uh, she had to tell her husband, you know, and it was a my heart broke for her, really did, and um, you know it is, um, and you know I know when I tell stories like that, you know I know some people are like, well, you know I, I hesitate to come to you for counseling because I don't want to be used as an example in a sermon or something. You know, if it's somebody goes to our church or, you know, something, you know, if it's someone, you know, I'm not going to do that. I don't tell, and like I said, even with that story, nobody even knows who that is. You know, I don't, I don't mention names. It's always in confidence. And, uh, but it helps people to, you know, when I use certain illustrations like it, uh, it's only, it's only to help those out there to understand, that, uh, to be on our guard and to be careful. And if you mess up, that you know that you're not alone and that God will forgive you and that you can press forward on from here. But you know, don't ever be afraid of coming to me for counseling to me. You don't be like, well, you know, I'm afraid he's going to say something. I'm not going to say nothing at church. And, you know, I'm not going to mention a name and say, oh, look what uh, uh, so-and-so said to me. And count, you know, uh, that doesn't work like that. So, but, uh, you know, but anyway, uh, you know, and that's one thing we have to be very careful about. You know, and that's something you might need to ask yourself, male or female. What causes you to disconnect from God on a continual, habitual, or fatal basis? What is causing that disconnect? And uh, you know in your heart uh, if you have an addiction, whether it's towards pornography, if you're mucking around with extramarital affairs, uh, if whatever it may be, if there's something we don't want anything to get in our in our in between us and God in our relationship in our daily walk. And we've got to be on our guard. It's not easy, guys. You know this. It's not easy. It's hard. That's why narrow is the way that leads to life. Broad is the path that leads to destruction. Uh, you know, it's so easy to make excuses for sin. It's so easy to view something you shouldn't, watch something you shouldn't, say something you shouldn't, think about something you shouldn't. You know, it's so easy. It's a continual battle each and every day for every single one of us. Every single one of us has a weakness of some kind. Every single one of us, uh, the devil knows where we're to zero in and to attack. And then when you get in that vicious circle of, of sin, forgiveness, sin, forgiveness, it just feels like a, a merry-go-round that you can't get off of. And you just, you know, don't feel like you, you can uh, ever rise above uh, what are the battle that you're in. And uh, it's frustrating, but you know what? The Lord gives you that strength to pick yourself back up. You know that you're forgiven. You know you're a child of God, and he gives you the strength to keep pushing forward. And that's why, it's like I was talking about yesterday, if you um, have a weakness in a certain area of your life, avoid it. Avoid it with everything you can. That's why, you know, God's Word says flee. All right? When you say flee, run. I mean, it's the thing, run from these kind of things. And uh, do not pass, go. Do not stop. Flee. Run. From these types of things because we don't want nothing to get interfere with us and god and uh you know if, if you feel your your brain starting to lean towards a direction you know it shouldn't go in then you're going to have to redirect start thinking about something else it is uh you know it's easy to uh, uh to dwell on those things 
But we, you know, one, the only way we can rise above that vicious circle, to rise above this um, uh, continual and habitual disconnect from God, is we've got to stay in the Word. We've got to stay in prayer. You've got to memorize Scripture. Uh, you know, that's why I tell people, you know, and I don't do this uh, to throw roses on my shoulder, but there's a reason why I read my Bible first thing in the morning, the last thing I do at night. That's why I have a list of Bible verses I go over that I memorize. Why do I do that? It's not to, to act like I'm super Christian. I have to do that to guard my heart and mind. I have to do that to arm myself. I have to do that so I'll be prepared for the battle at hand. And just because I've battled throughout the day don't doesn't mean it ends when I go to sleep. Uh, it just seems like uh, uh, here lately, I don't know what it is, but I just I continually uh, I have nightmares constantly, uh, trying to sleep at night, and uh, it's just the old devil attacking. And uh, in fact, last night I was I was having some crazy. I can't even tell you what they even were now, but I just remember just uh, some some crazy dreams and nightmares. But uh, but we have to keep the fight. We have to keep pushing forward, and don't allow yourself uh, to you know you can't help what passes through your head. But uh, you know just like a you know, like a creek or river in your head, you know, there's going to be trash that floats in it, but don't sit and pick it up and ponder on it. You know, you've got to just let it keep on floating by and focus on what is right, holy, and honorable and wonderful in the eyes of God. That's why we can focus on the fruits of the Spirit. We can focus on uh, Philippians 4, uh, 8, and 9, and what is pure and what is lovely and what is wonderful. We, we focus on those things. And, uh, and if you're an individual out there who's in ministry, uh, you've got to double guard yourself and uh, because the devil will use individuals and circumstances uh, and he wants nothing more than to make ministers and those in ministry to look bad because then that's when all those fingers can be pointed to say, oh, look at that evil, vile, disgusting, perverted pastor or youth pastor or whatever it may be that's what the old devil wants and then it hurts your testimony it hurts christianity but it does, that's not only is that true for ministers and those in ministry but it's true for you as a christian see people are just waiting for you to stumble you know i, I remember in, in in high school and stuff i wouldn't cuss and i would have words i would say in place of the curse words so that i wouldn't cuss and if it even sounded remotely uh, that people would jump on you oh i heard what you said i heard what you said yeah you cuss i mean it's like they were just waiting for that moment uh, to uh, uh, to trip fall and stumble that's, and uh, and sadly that's why so many people are do here watching you so, you know you, you could be the only bible some people read and uh, they're just you know, it's sad but true but they're just waiting for you to mess up so they have an excuse to say well that's why i don't go to church that's why i'm not a Christian. So that's why we got to be double on our guard on our hearts and on our minds so that we uh, can be victorious in our battles and, our, and we, do, we don't hurt our witness in our testimony. I pray to God that he takes me out of this world for I ever do anything to cause reproach uh, upon him and uh, the church and the ministry. So guard yourself, guys and gals. Be ready for the battle. And uh, that way you, uh, our, even our enemies will talk good about us uh, if we're staying in the right uh, path with the Lord. It's not easy, but uh, hey, don't forget the rewards are out of this world. Let us pray. And Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to guard our hearts and minds each and every day. Help us to serve you well. Help us, Lord, to serve you with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Uh, Lord, uh, just pray that uh, to help us overcome our weaknesses in our lives. And Lord, let us not do anything that's going to cause uh, any disconnect or anything that's going to interfere with our walk with you. And Lord, for those watching this morning that doesn't know you, 
Let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I uh, pray for our nation and its leaders. They have to come to know you before it's too late. You'll touch their hearts and minds in a mighty way. Lord, I do pray for our sister in Christ, Ginger Hood, and Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Troy, and, and I, Lord, I pray that you be Linda David Feathers, and Roger Winters, and Jane Kitchings, and Ron Thompson. I pray that you be with Larry and Donna Knight. Uh, Lord, I do pray for my family as they're dealing with the loss of my aunt, that you'll give them comfort and peace, particularly with my grandmother, Lord. Just pray that you'll really help her right now in this difficult time. And, uh, Lord, I do pray that you be with the Metcalf family, and I do pray that you be with the uh, family of Glenn Johnson with his loss and uh, so many others who are battling cancer or battling COVID or whatever the situation may be, Lord, that your your will be done in each and every situation and that you'll bring healing, that you'll use the doctors to bring them to full and complete health. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and control, protect us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate all you guys, guys and gals for watching this morning. Uh, don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock as we dive into 1 Peter chapter 3. Uh, we're going to be primarily focused on verses 13 through 15 uh, this evening. It's going to make for a great study, and I look forward to getting back to that. I know that I've uh, missed uh, last Wednesday because of uh, illness, and uh, we did a devotion on Sunday because of Valentine's, so hopefully we'll get back and full swing to our uh, devotions, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, our uh, teaching this evening. Uh, don't forget also, you can watch all of our services live on the internet or uh, or all the devotions on our website at flbconline.com in case you have somebody who doesn't do social media or you're deciding to give up on it. Uh, and also, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, and uh, you can listen to all these devotions and all of our sermons as you go out and about your day. Well, my friends, thanks for watching. Don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 o'clock. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.